Making Mastery Learning a Reality one day at a time. John Bergman here. And this has been an exhausting week at school. Uh, so much going on. My students are finishing up their level two uh, uh, assessments, uh, boss battles. Uh, my big takeaway this week is I think I've been pushing my students too hard. If you recall last week, I talked about the urgency and how to get them doing their work, etc. And as I've reflected on the level that I've been pushing them, I think a lot of it is is a result, frankly, of the pandemic. What I'm discovering is a lot of students have some gaps, some gaps in their knowledge. And so if they're trying to learn something that I've taught for years, I'm discovering that there's some mathematical, in this context, gaps. So the, the work we're doing in our chemistry class is kind of more mathematical. And the students just need to some prerequisite knowledge for them to get that. And so it's just taking more time for me to teach them the things that I've normally taught them faster. Now remember, they're sort of teaching themselves through the videos, but the comprehension level just seems to take, at least in this context, I feel like one extra day. So like today, my students and yesterday, we have a block schedule, so I see my students every day. Yesterday and today, the students are taking their level two boss battle. I've, three of my four classes have already taken it or have had the class with me. And in the classes, between two and eight of roughly 20 odd kids have taken the boss battle. They're ready. And it's interesting to watch who is doing it. And I think what I'm discovering is that this is the pandemic. I'm having to flex because of the pandemic or the loss of learning that the students have had. And I've especially seen that with our transfer students here at my school. We've had a lot of students who transferred in. And you know we were mostly uh, back on last year, full on. And the students who struggled the most have been the transfer students, which you know that they maybe at their previous school didn't have quite a, as a positive experience uh, educationally as, they, as the students here. And so we're discovering that these gaps uh, they're real and my students have struggled with the content and, and it's not like they're like dying They just need extra time and I think like last year I don't think I'm gonna be able to cover as much as I typically would because I'm gonna have to Allow mastery to happen at the pace that's reasonable for them Now that all said and I do have some kids that boom they're rock, rocking and rolling they're ready to go I've had some kids on this boss battle, you know, to 100 points, get 99s, 98s, 97s, that kind of a thing. So there's a certain group who are totally tracking with the, uh, shall we say, the suggested flexible schedule that I have. But then there are also students, most of them, honestly, who need that extra time. And so I'm just going to provide it. And also, I think one of my motivations, just to be frank and honest, is we're having our annual or our accreditation meeting so uh, a group of people are going to come in and do the accreditation meeting for our school it comes out once in every 10 years or something like that and they're arriving on monday and so i was hoping to not have the boss battles uh the the the, the summit of tests the kids taking it um on monday and so maybe i was motivated to push them so they would get to that point and you know what it is what it is it's where they're at and i just need to let that happen and then if this you know, two thirds or one third of my students are doing their boss battle on Monday when this when these visitors are here. Then they're going to see that action and what that looks like. Where some students are moving on to the next level, level three, and some students are doing their summative tests. And I, you know, I still got honestly, when I, I, if I were to kind of make a guesstimate, I'm going to say I got two or three students who are going to need an extra day yet. Uh, and and part of that is some of those students are just not applying themselves very well. And then I'm I'm finding that uh, contacting the students, the urgency issue, their parents particularly, has is assisted me. And uh, but some of the students are feeling a little demoralized. I mean, one of the things if you look at the research about mastery learning is that sometimes students can easily get demoralized. They take a test over and over and over again, or whatever. They can't be successful. And so you've got to make sure that you provide that success. 
one thing I've been doing is I've been figuring out who those kids are and I'm calling them up or actually out to one of these whiteboards and then we're sitting here and I'm, I'm having those students kind of become an instant team, my, my two or three or four, that's kind of that, that rough number in the general of the classes who need lots of extra handholding. And it's been successful with, I think one exception, I had one young lady today who didn't want to be a part of the group. And I was really, I was bummed because I really wanted her. She said, I can do it better on my own. And then I went and checked her work and she didn't. So, but I do know she's planning to come actually into the class literally in just a few minutes. And hopefully I'll be able to do more one-on-one. -on -one. I think she just, I don't know, more intimidated by the group. I mean, there's some social, social-emotional stuff going on there that it is what it is, right? So uh, kids need extra help, sometimes need it more personalized. Working in a group, she was born uncomfortable. I'm okay with that. So yeah, it's been, it's been, it's been a great week. It's exhausting to teach this way, but you know, I'm seeing such great progress and it, it's, it's raising the bar for all the students. And I guess the last thing I'll, I'll kind of chat about is that I'm still continually um, digging the three levels of mastery that students can demonstrate on their summative assessments. So I have three different summative assessments, which is a huge amount of work to prepare those. Uh, and remember, I'm doing that through software, so every time a student sits down to, to, sits down to, to take one of these assessments, they get slightly different questions. And that's because I have to create huge banks of questions and, and um, and the reason I'm digging it is because I'm particularly seeing how I can challenge my advanced students. You know, one of the rubs on mastery learning that's in the research is that it's great for lower students uh, leveling up and kind of mid-level students uh, leveling up, but it doesn't help the, the higher end. And with the, the deep level boss battle that I call the deep level test, the students now have to rise to that occasion who are my, my top students. And it's challenging. I mean, this is the thing I've been adding to my question banks is the difficult questions that weren't there last year and they are now. And those students are like, they're figuring it out and they're really demonstrating really deep mastery. And that's been sort of cool to watch uh, which students are able to do that. And it's also been interesting, I'm just rambling, I guess, uh, that the students who took the deep level boss battle in level one aren't necessarily the same ones doing it in level two. So it's not like it's like a tracked program. They get to jump in and out depending on their level of understanding. I had a student who just left just a minute ago, and what he had done is he took the, the middle level boss battle, and he almost scored a passing grade, and then he came back and just now passed the, the basic boss battle. Uh, but I, I, have, I, I said, dude, I said, you can do this. You, you've got the ability to at least go for the mid-level test. And I think he does, and he's gonna come back and do it again, right? Mastery, they can uh, attempt it again. Now he passed the, the basic test, but I'm saying, dude, you were so close on the mid-level test, and I think he's gonna, I, he's gonna do it. He's motivated by having a bit of a higher grade, and, but I, I also see that he knows that he can get it. And again, that's that stuff, I, you know, I went over and said, man, I believe in you, I know you've got it, you can do this, you know, you're a rock star, all that kind of stuff. And I think that, that I think, I know that, that makes a difference in the lives of our students. Because remember, as I've said in previous podcasts, you know, the, the magic sauce of education. I mean, this is, this is the Bergmanian idea. If you look at all the research and all of education, I think that if you can summarize it into two big buckets, bucket number one is active learning, and bucket number two is relationships. So if you create an active learning space, active learning wins, active learning plus relationships, is for the you know the scores the touchdown it's the big deal so anyways uh you can make mastery learning a reality one day at a time 
You've got this. John Bergman out.